Welcome to Videological, everyone. Hello. Welcome, Welcome back. back. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Now it's starting to sound pretty repetitive. Okay. <laughs> and honestly, it was 100% on me. I've been sick. Yeah. And I don't want to get you sick. I mean, life's happened. Yeah. Well, life's totally. Happened. Okay. Uh, yeah. Lots of stuff's happened. So you've gotten sick, unfortunately. And your uh, little dog's taking care of both of you. Basically. Right? <laughs> so, good on child. Uh, but, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, life's happening with me, too. I've been pretty busy, so I'm glad we got around to this, finally. So, we have a good episode today. Yeah. Fun one. Hopefully. Uh, another TV show from the 90s. Hopefully taking you back. Back. Back, yeah. Back to, to early, beginning the early 90s. Early 90s, yeah. 1991, to be exact. What are, what are we going to be talking about? So, today we are talking about Step by Step, a sitcom, a family sitcom that was on TGIF, ABC, yeah. you know, the, the Friday lineup that I think everyone kind of loved, right? Oh, yeah. Is oh, it, yeah. I know I was a big um, TGIF watcher growing yeah. up. Yeah, I was big Family Matters and, and what, Full House, all those. Yeah, all, all, all those, yeah, classics, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, all those shows, I mean, for me, that young, watching it, I was always kind of like, man, that's what families are like, huh? Like, those, right? those are the houses they live in, like. Every, yes, all of these families had these huge homes, yeah. the perfect nuclear family, yeah. there was always a mom, a dad, a sibling. Yeah, and, th- and this one, they seemed like, I don't know how they did it, I don't know how they did it, I don't know how they had that house. Right. The dad was struggling, the mom was <laughs> like a salon in the house, which is But later, later, she gets her own building, oh, she okay. grows her nice business. brick and mortar place, nice. Yeah. So she was running that shit from her garage. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, non OSHA, I mean, OSHA would not approve. <laughs> uh, Maybe yeah. back then OSHA didn't care. Did OSHA, OSHA ex- exist yes. in there? <laughs> yes, they did. Definitely. In the 90s, yes, they did. All right. Well, step by step. Um, by step. Uh, just a quick question. Did Did you watch this? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, I think it is one of the best. Uh, uh, openings to a show. Uh, oh, the most right. We'll start off with the opening. We're gonna, yeah. We're, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you some info about the okay. opening. So step by step, um, it began in 1991, which is what now, 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 it, um, it had uh seven Whoa. seasons in total. <laughs> Do you want me to repeat? It started in 1991, no. 30 years ago. No, oh my God. That's crazy. I, and I think 30 years exactly is yeah. the crazy part. Um, so if you didn't watch the show or maybe you don't remember it because it was some time ago. Um, so the premises are pretty, I, I would say pretty simple. We have um, a divorcee uh, guy and a widower. They meet, they both have children already, they kind of have a whirlwind romance, get mm-hmm. married, and then then decide to tell the kids. So yeah, they, they kind of, yeah, yes, yeah, so they, they kind of do things, I guess, backwards in, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, 
it's, it's, I mean, it's kind of tricky because on the one hand, it's like, yeah, if you want to do that, go for it. But it's like there there is six children in total. So this show was um, quickly compared to the Brady, the Brady Bunch because it was a similar situation oh, where yeah. two families came together. Yeah. Um, so we have, and the main cast is probably the biggest main cast. It's, yeah, yeah, they do. Because it's six kids, the parents, so that's already eight, and then later we have the nephew, and yeah. then we have a boyfriend that becomes a regular. Yeah. So, lots of people, but I'm going to tell then you quickly. The, yeah, then the JG's friend. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. That's, there was yeah. a lot of recurring lot of, yeah. uh, characters. But um, the main cast, uh, Susan Summers, yeah. the... Do you remember her? Oh, yeah. She is from Three's Company, Three's Company and yeah. of course, do you remember the Thigh Master? Did you have one? Did I did it? not. I uh, I there was one in the house. I don't know who it belonged to. Yeah. <laughs> I remember coming across a couple though, like right. To visit it was such a big thing. Yeah, it was. I mean, she must have she made was, a lot of money. She was. I mean, probably one of the first celebrity like endorsed. <laughs> oh, product, uh, you know. Well, oh yeah, especially maybe like athletic products. Yeah, I would I mean, say too. And it was definitely one of the biggest like infomercial products, you know that. Oh yeah. But definitely. I mean, it was all because of her. I mean, she was a fucking bombshell, you know. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, and she's still to this day. She was, I she's love, amazing. I love Three's Company. I love oh, her. I love her and Three's Company. I, that was like one of the first shows. I mean, I watched whatever with my. Either my parents watched or my brother right. because I would never had control of them. But anyways, like, yeah, then they loved all those stuff, all that stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, she's right. definitely uh, a classic, if you will. Yeah, timeless. Oh, she plays Carol Foster Lambert um, in the show. Mm-hmm. We have Patrick Duffy who plays Frank Lambert, and he is. Um, did you ever watch Dallas? It was no. a, but yeah, did you? It was like a, a, a very dra- drama drama show, it? and it it got a remake. Um, and I want to say it's still on. I don't honestly, I don't watch it, so I'm not yeah. sure to off the top of my head. But he has also hosted some stuff. Um, uh, I did see that he hosted a true true crime s type uh, of thing. Maybe that's where I'm recognizing <clears throat> it from. Yeah, he's got uh, that. Midwest hair. <laughs> <laughs> we have Brandon Call who plays John John Thomas Lambert or JT, Stacy Keenan who plays Dana Foster, Angela Watson who plays Karen Foster, Christine Lacken who plays Alicia L Lambert, Christopher Castillo who plays Mark Foster, Josh. Now I can't pronounce his last name. I think it's. Bergney, who plays Brendan Lam- Lambert, and Sasha Mitchell, who plays Cody Lambert, the nephew. Cody. Cody. So, you watched a couple episodes. So, you know, um, in the first episode, you kind of get everything thrown at you. Everything yeah. kind of happens. It, like, it, you I find feel like out, I'm in the family with them. Right. <laughs> you know, like, You're so finding like, out with the family yeah. about uh, Carol and Frank, get, Frank getting married. Um, they, And then they attempt to tell the kids and have them meet each other at a barbecue at Carol's home. Right. Who, you know, they all eventually wind up moving into Carol's home, which right. is like the mansion. Massive. Yeah. yeah, it's huge. For, for yeah, 
You know what I thought, just a quick side note, what I find very interesting is we have this huge home, which I think was the same house that Full House used. I didn't look no, this up. No, it's not. No? no it looks similar. No, because Full House is like on a downhill on one of those big like three um, stories. Oh, they're San Francisco. They're San Francisco and they're Wisconsin. They're, they're in a neighborhood. You mean they're... They're like in a rural neighborhood. Like and they, and like... Full house is in like by the bridge in front of a park. <laughs> it's like in front of a park, you know, like no, but no, the Golden Gate Bridge, a nice bridge, oh. <laughs> not not like not like New York Bridge or anything like that. Well, um, they attempt to tell the kids uh, how they, that they're dating. I guess they're trying yeah. to cover it up at a barbecue, right. but it, yeah, they're they're lying <laughs> to the kids. It slips out, and then of course, true to you know a sitcom. Funny stuff happens, yeah. and it, w- with that being said, true to 90s sitcom comedies, family comedies, yeah. each character in this show has a perfect stereotype of a personality yeah. or characteristic. Yeah. So Car- Carol Foster's children are two girl, two yeah, two girls and one boy. Uh, Dana, who is the eldest, is supposed to be, I guess, like the feminist. Is she like uh, well, I would uh, bookworm? Bookworm, feminist, totally an, into academics. Um, the the middle child is Karen, who is meant to be kind of this airhead, but like all the boys want her. Yeah, very very valley girl. Uh-huh. Uh You know, self centered, um, and not into school. And right. also, she wants to be either a model. Or a country singer. Right. Which we'll get to. We'll get to. <laughs> Which we'll get to. And Mark, the, the youngest, who is, uh, he, he's the nerd. He is a he typical is. sitcom nerd, glasses, knows entirely too much about everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty much if they need him to know something, he, he knows Yeah, he, he, he knows he it. Looks, and he looks like, a, like, like Bill Gates' son. Yes, he does. Yeah, like, like his Bill That's Gates. That's exactly yeah, what. Mm-hmm. Bill Gates' son. And then we have Frank. Not real son. I don't know what he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, does he even have a son? I know he has a daughter. I have no idea. I don't follow you don't follow Bill Gates? I don't follow Bill Gates. Not like that? Not like he follows me. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> then we have. Instagram part here. Get the girl and. I would say he's a failed jock. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree with that. He's like a failed cool guy, but he's like, he's portray- he like tries too much, you know? He wants to be the typical cool jock, but he's just like... I feel like there's always a cooler guy. Yeah. There's always a cooler guy next to him, you know? Or, yeah. Yeah. Then the middle child there is Alicia or L, and she's meant to initially be this a very t- tomboy character, yeah. uh, all American. Um, but then with, through the seasons, she uh, obviously she gets older and mm. she kind of becomes more feminine, yeah. and, and that's the whole thing. It's, it's, I guess it's not surprising when she, you know a single father. That she would take more of a tomboyish role, I guess. Right. Yeah. In, in a sitcom, and like I guess that's why they would do that. Although, oh yeah, we'll dive into those episodes. But yeah, that's. Yeah, and then don't forget the little brother Brendan. Oh yeah, he's the baby, he's and easy to forget. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna get into that too. <laughs> okay. And he yeah he's the baby. He's shy. He's kind of carefree. He has jokes. Yeah. Um, and they don't uh, really. He's not really. Utilized very much. Exactly. That's the perfect way to put it. He's yeah. never a center in a story, really. At least not the ones I saw. Yeah. There's a couple I saw where he was, but the, the those episodes are pretty I feel like boring. they got close in the ones I saw, and then they diverged to possibly his friend or <laughs> you know, something else. But. Yeah, and then, of course, we have um, Cody Lambert, who is Frank's nephew, nephew. who kind of starts living in their driveway yeah. um, in his van, yeah. and that's a thing that happened, and they, I mean, they are okay with thing. it. So I have to, I just wanted to, we, we talked about this yeah. a couple weeks back. Um, I thought uh, Cody was played by Brendan Fraser. Oh, wow. Um, of the mummy yeah, and, yeah. you know. Of mummy fame. Of mummy fame. <laughs> and I was gutted. Oh, to find out who To find out. I'm like, well, where is he? Yeah. I'm like, who's this guy? Sasha, yeah. Sasha Mitchell. <laughs> oh, no. In Heartbreak Hotel. Oh, no. <laughs> I almost wanted to stop. Like, you were different. But there, I think there was a handful of actors during the 90s that basically all look all the look same. They're all yeah. the same height. Yeah. Same hair color, same kind of facial structure. Just a different shade of each other. Right, and yeah. who kind of all played the same character in something. So, Brendan Fraser was in Encino Man, which is probably why I thought oh, yeah, yeah. that, I don't know. Oh, my God, Encino Man. Yeah. <laughs> we have to talk about that movie at some point. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We can, we can do a whole episode just like Holly Shore movies. Break, break them down real quick. Because yeah. that's all they need. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, Cody is supposed to be like a goofy. He. How he traveled and made it anywhere in a van. Is beyond. Cause, it's but, crazy. but he also has a, these moments of real wisdom and like uh, understanding, and he's kind of the only one that gets it. Right. But, but it's 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 displayed in this very uh. Surfer, California, California yeah, yeah. very the Californians from SNL, yeah, like yeah, exactly. I, they kind of they kind of pull from that. They're like super exaggerated. But it's like yeah, super exaggerated. I mean, Especially it, for for someone from Wisconsin. Yeah, it's weird because I make fun of that, I, like that California way of talking. You know, when it's appropriate, 
But when I saw that, I was like, man, even I was like, I go out of my way to sound stupid. This guy made me sound like a scholar. <laughs> yeah. You know, he, <laughs> the, way, the way he took that California, like, bro. And, but then, yeah, you're right. Uh, there, there's one of the episodes, he's like a speed reader. Yes. You know? Yeah. And, and uh, we're going to get into okay, that because we'll there's a lot that, going okay. on in that episode altogether. Um, but going back to um, the show, the theme song, oh, okay. um, it's called Second Time Around, and it starts the show, and it's performed by Jesse Frederick and Teresa James. Teresa James. Um, Jesse Fred Frederick also composed the, the theme along with Bennett Silve, I think it's pronounced, and this uh, Jesse Jesse. Frederick also composed themes for other uh, TGIF sitcoms, including Perfect Strangers, Full House, and Family Matters. Right. So if it sounds similar, yeah. that is why. Yeah, that uh, Miss James, she's got a voice. <laughs> I like it her is. That's a good voice. I like her parts in, 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 I guess, all the theme songs. She's mostly the same one from Family Matters. and Or they, they both, I mean... Oh, yeah. I mean, that voice from Family Matters, that theme song is classic. Yeah. My boss used to sing the whole thing. He knew everything. <laughs> 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 At first, you're like, oh, he did the, you know, you think he's just doing the first part, and then he kept going. He's like, oh, okay, I guess we're just going to sit here and listen to it. <laughs> 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 yeah. But then, you know, then when he's getting close to me, you're like, it's pretty fucking amazing, you know? And this, uh, the intro for uh, Step by Step, it's pretty long. The the yeah. original version, if you will, is right. a pretty long song. Yeah. Like it took up like ten minutes oh, wow. <laughs> of the thirty. Yeah. No, maybe not ten minutes, yeah. but you know, it's pretty. And then they shorten it um, yeah. as the episode seasons uh, went by. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about the, well, okay. I guess the so, beginning, the beginning part. So, have you ever been to Six Flags here in Southern California? Oh, when I was a kid. Okay, so. When I was a kid watching the show, I'm like, oh, this is filmed in Six Flags because there's a lot of similar similarities to that. And the ride that they're on is Colossus in, in, in Six Flags. It's shaped the same way. It's the same roller coaster. So I remember when they would pull out, they had it in the same spot where the parking lot would be on the side. So it's like, oh, they filmed it right there in... I mean, it might have been filmed in, I don't know where they filmed I doubt they filmed on location in Wisconsin. I mean, <laughs> yeah. so this is probably, a true film. Yeah, this is probably filmed in Burbank or something. Right. And, Bur- and Burbank, half an hour, 45 minutes from Six Flags? You know, maybe? Maybe an hour? I don't know. Uh, but it's close enough to go and film that fucking intro, you know? So I'm thinking that's the, that's the Southern California Six Flags. But I always... You know, I've been to Six Flags a bunch of times when I was a kid, so that intro was, I was like, dude, that's awesome. That's like what we used to do and stuff. And it made me feel like one day I can have a house, like... Oh, and, and Mary, <laughs> Mary Susan... No, I just wanted a house. <laughs> <laughs> I was just so amazed. We were pretty poor, we were. <laughs> so we were People have a house? People have a whole house. Yeah. With backyards and barbecues. Yeah, that's kind of a trip to think about, right? Yeah, we used to always have barbecues like at a, at a park, like family barbecues. Mm-hmm. We'd always go to the park. 
because we had a big family. You mean so. you didn't have a picnic bench in your a picnic bench in your backyard like the um, uh, We lived in one house where we had a big backyard. We had a tree, um, and like no, but we never had a picnic bench. No. You didn't have TGIF money. That was your no, big problem. No, we didn't have that contractor money. And yeah. The lawn <laughs> and the fucking garage money. Which is, you know, I'm surprised to know that. See, in LA and where we used to live, your neighbors would, would rat you out or some shit if you had business or some shit. Oh. A lot, the big thing out was converting your garage into another room and renting it out. And yeah, if your neighbors found out. It was over. Yeah, your, the city would come and they'd tell you to tear it down, make it in a garage again. Dang. Yeah. Anyways, back, ah. to, back to Wisconsin living. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you saw um, episodes for season one, episode one and two. Yeah, I saw them, and we made a cameo right off the bat. Yeah. Right off the bat, they just made that Urkel cameo. In season, and not season, in season one, episode two, Two. Urkel makes a cameo, and I honestly think that was to make sure the show got views, you know? Yeah, TJF, I mean, I think that was a way to welcome them to the TJF family. Right. You know? Um, And, and, uh, listen, I don't know how far Chicago is from Wisconsin, but, but it's his pen pal, right? It's his, but how he arrived. youngest son. So the premise of the episode is uh, Carol's youngest son, Mark, who is the nerd. Bill Gates. What's his name? Bill Gates, yeah. Bill Gates Jr. Bill Gates Jr. He has a pen pal, right? And... Or he knows... They're entering, yeah, they're entering some sort of science fair. Right, so Urkel is visiting so they can build this, what sounds like impossible, right? And it right. is, it's like, it's, it's nonsense science. And Urkel doesn't take the bus or, oh, right. or catch a flight. No, 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 how does he arrive? No, not an Uber. Not, they don't have one. Not, not in 1991. Not a, not a yellow taxi, you know? He arrives in a jetpack. <laughs> That can only imagine he built himself. Right, because that's the whole thing. Batman style, dude, <laughs> right through the fucking roof. Well, Frank is a contractor, so he can patch that. I mean, right that's up. no problem. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what happens in between episodes. He just fixes <laughs> he fixes his shit. Just stressed all uh, the time. But yeah, okay, episode one. Oh, season one, episode one, my my first thoughts on the dad was he's a fucking loser. Like, right. I'm just like, and and I put my first note was CPS question mark. <laughs> Where are they? Uh, and because of the state of his home, the right? The state of his home, the, 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 the fact that all the kids are just used to living. In and squalor. In squalor, finding, you know, weeks old food and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, the, the, the. Sink is piled with dishes. or stuff yeah. all over the counter, all over the table. And just the lack of parenting. They should have rats. They, it's yeah. that bad. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, there's, yeah, it's just horrible. And and just curious, you know, how the wife died and. No, that's he's divorced. Oh, he's divorced. Okay. And but I think we can figure out why she. Yeah, left. yeah. But left the kid. Yikes. Now it's, now it's kind of like... You came out there too much like him. Quote, unquote, it's complicated. Okay. You know, like, <laughs> I'm not trying to deal with that. But, yeah, that's, those are my first thoughts on the, just the first episode. It was just kind of like, this guy's hitting the jackpot. Oh, totally. Like, because Carol... Jackpot. Look, it's 
Suzanne Summers. Yeah, one. Or one at Susan. She's never looked better. I just want to quickly say that yeah, in, in step by step, Susan Summers has never looked better. Yeah. No, she's looked, but you know what I mean. But she mm-hmm. looks amazing in that show. She has the 90s style down. Yeah. She has a Rachel. She got a Rachel haircut before it was even a Rachel. Yeah. You remember and that? Yeah. Like all no. the layers? Yeah, but I, I couldn't believe she had three kids. Yeah. That was just like, she, no uh, way. She looks amazing. Those three monsters came out of her? No way. Uh, episode two. Wait, before, okay. before we and, move yeah, forward to episode two. Um, I knew Frank was a deadbeat the second she she they they move in and she's like is this episode one where she's like well you know we usually have our breakfast together as a oh, family. That's episode two, yeah. Uh, oh, oh no, no, no. yeah, that's episode two, yeah. Oh, that's when I. Oh no, 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 that's episode one. You're right, you're right. Sorry, sorry, you're right. And she's like, you know, we we always have a breakfast as a family because yeah. of the the Lamberts are just like yeah. grabbing yeah. food and bolting. And bolting, yeah. And he's like, yeah, that sounds. We should do that sometime. You don't know that, you know, there is an expectation to clean up after yourself, to communicate, you yeah. know. He's coming into this marriage like a savage, like, yeah, not I mean, knowing anything. I, yeah, some people, when they hit the jackpot like that, feel like, yeah, I'm doing something right. <laughs> you know, like, I should keep on. My Whatever I'm thinking is right. Right. it's gotten this, you know, it's gotten me here to this point. So why stop thinking stupid? Like, so you know, like why stop thinking like an idiot? So I have a big problem with how they got together. I don't know if you caught. Uh, I well, did they meet or? So she goes. So the story is she goes on vacation to Jamaica. Right. He he finds out through I believe her sister where she's gonna be, and basically takes the same vacation without telling. Uh, Carol, Suzanne Summer. Yeah, that's and, and to purposely go to speak, to be with her or to try to woo her somehow, um, but never tells her. So in her mind, it's all like this coincidence, a meant to be kind of thing. Yeah. But then we get that, that and it's glossed over that he did that. I think it sounds to me like He'd have been stalking her for a while, yeah. and then, you know, got in good with a sister, went to Jamaica, inserted himself, and kind of, you know, pretended, and, you know, right? It's so manipulative, and it's glossed over. It's, yeah, I don't, I don't like well, how they got. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't like that either. And well, I mean, I mean, obviously, you saw some episodes. We see as we, as the show progresses, more and more the how how different they are and how much it does not make sense that they're together. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, I don't... I, I, I'm not a big fan of the dad. Yeah. I don't like... Even when he has, like, dad moments, it's like, dude, that's all you have to do? Like, yeah. that's all you have to do? To, is to, to, to show up. Yeah, just show up to... to I mean, you still have hit the jackpot. Years later, you, you know, like, your kids lucked out. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, yeah. I feel like... Yeah, Suzanne Summers. Yeah, and the se- and then lot. let's go dive into the second Urkel episode. Yeah. 
she's already like making making it so Frank's kids feel like comfortable, comfortable in her home, yeah. With her, with her home and um because she advises Al, Al yeah. who gets burned. Yeah. Okay, so my first thought so I was like Oh, do you wanna do you wanna say what happened? Yeah, so so Al, you know, in her tomboyish ways is part of the the softball team. And uh Karen oh Karen, right? No, uh um the Carol. Carol. So Carol is a volunteers to be like a supervisor at the at the reverse dance with a it's a Sadie Hawkins. Sadie Hawkins, where the where the girls ask the guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so she wants to be there to kind of support Al, uh, but then we find out that Al's not going because that's not her thing, right? Right. Which, I mean, everybody good. should have known that right. off, off the bat. Um, so then everyone's like, "No, no, you should do, you should do." Like totally eggs her on just to get shut down. Um, but it was kind of like a dick move, <laughs> you know, like. First of all, she she got the okay from the dude, and apparently some. Oh yeah, she asked another teammate out. She asked out. Her, her, her pitcher because she's a catcher, so she asked the pitcher, you know, so someone she works close with in the game, and then uh, he said yeah, but then some other hotter girls. Apparently, we never see her, but we we're only led to assume that right she was hotter than Al, a ten year old. Right. Or whatever. You yeah. know why we're putting why we're putting these kids in these positions, you know, or pressuring mm-hmm. these kids in these positions, you know. Um, especially if she doesn't want to, you know, like whatever. But my first thought was, and it might just be the climate today, I was like, I was gonna be like, I don't like dudes, I like chicks. <laughs> like that's why like when she was like, uh, I don't when she was kinda of first saying, oh, I don't wanna go she was pausing, like, everyone was kind of like, why don't you want to go? Like, everyone was almost preparing, like, she's not, she's going to say she, she's a lesbian or something, you know? Which oh, wasn't okay. I don't know if it's because of the climate today, but I was watching that going, is this where they're going to go on the second episode of Step by Step? I don't remember it being that uh, progressive. So, oh, yeah, exactly. So I, I even wrote, I'm like, and then I thought it's a little too early for that. <laughs> So my mind just kind of went, you know, went more open to just kind of see where they were going. You know, the way I thought about it is just like she is literally a kid and probably hasn't even yeah her mind, her mind hasn't even gone there like liking boys, liking anybody, yeah. going to a dance. Like I can totally understand someone not having any desire to do any of that right. because and they're more than happy with whatever they're doing. Especially with the pitch of you have to ask the boy. Oh, yeah. You know, and she's like, like why? why would I want to do that? I didn't even get the fact that they asked, you know, like, she's, and that's a reverse thing. No one's ever asked me, you know, so. But, yeah, uh, I also wrote that I feel that as I was watching the show of the second episode, I felt like I could have switched up so many different lines. Like, they, they left me open for jokes. But it was a lot in the serious moments, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I felt so bad watching it, because I was like, I'm such a piece of shit. Like, <laughs> you know, like, every day, I'm like, I'm not, like, watching the show. I'm like, I could have really changed this. I would have changed that. Um, but uh, this is, oh, no, that's, that's a different episode. Um, and, then, and then not only do we get a cameo for Merkel, but we get the dance, the Urkel dance. Oh, Which yeah. was he had done 
on his show. Right. Uh, I don't know how many times they did it. Apparently a big deal. But I remember the one time they did it, they did it on the roof. You know, when the Urkel dance was happening, I was really, you know when you get secondhand embarrassed? Do you know what I mean? Like when something embarrassing is happening to someone else and you feel so uncomfortable and like your face gets threatened. That's how I felt watching this. Yeah. Because it had been so many years since I saw something like this happen on TV. Yeah. And it just kind of made me uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, who would do this? That makes sense. That's funny. Let me tell you my experience because I watched it. I was watching. You have a course. If you're going to tell me right now that you had a choreographed dance that you then performed at a dance. I moved my bed. No, no, no. No, I, no, I was going to say that makes sense because when I was watching the, the episode and when that started happening, I like almost looked for something to do. Like, yes. like I'm going to keep it on the background just because I'm still, I don't need notes for this. I, I literally just wrote the dance and then I just walked away. <laughs> Like, it was like, huh? Because, yeah, I did have that. Oh, I can't believe I watched this with it, amazement when I was a kid. Like, or, like, you wanted that for yourself. You wanted to do a dance and look. Yeah. And it, all it made me think about is the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode. Oh. When <laughs> they choreograph a dance for their high school yeah. reunion or something, and we see what they think what is they happening think? and the yeah. reality. Yeah. Mac is just... And, yeah, anywho. Uh, yeah, that's... Wanted to... Um, yeah, right. I, I, uh, I did have that feeling. It, it, it is a bit strange seeing that. As an adult. I did not expect that to happen as I was watching it. I don't, I I don't remember that. I, I mean, I don't remember step by step. Because there's so many episodes and so many seasons. Uh, yeah. You watch them grow up. You, literally. Yeah. You watch all these uh, actors grow up. They yeah. all... Started pretty young, especially um, the three youngest. I think we really see their growth because. Yeah. Well, yeah, all their voices change, and and, yeah. and we watch Al become a nice young lady, you know, and stuff. So from being a tomboy and stuff, and and uh, <laughs> so let's go on to the next episode on your list, which is season three, episode fourteen. And this is the first episode that we have here with Cody. You know, so as I'm it, watching... It's just a good to uh, clarify. It is not the first episode. No, 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 no. It's just the first episode on the list of episodes we watched. Yeah. The similar episodes we watched so we can talk about the same stuff. But at this point, um, I had not familiarized myself with Cody yet. So I, I went back and watched, like, the first episode he came out in. Oh, okay. Um, and stuff. But just to re-familiarize myself with his intro to the show but as I was watching the, the set you gave me first I you know <laughs> just that guy's dangerous like at first glance I was just like why is he with kids you know like why is did somebody I don't remember seeing an adult like saying you're good you know like you can run this Right. This little thing with kids, you he, know. He's always doing something. He's always kind of a side story. He is, yeah. And he, for some reason, he's always put into, not even funny situations, but he just, he's going to do something. In this episode, he is covering for the lady who normally 
does story time at the library, at the library. Yeah, she's um, because she's yeah because mm-hmm. she's pregnant and he somehow got that gig for some reason even though we don't know he because has he's any. A speed is that why? So, so in the beginning of the episode, yes, uh, Diane, I think, Dana. Dana, so Dana is asking why he has so many books, and he says that he took a college course, or he wanted to take a college course to taxidermy, yeah. and but, that's, that's where the story ends. Failed. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, what does this have to do with all the books? So he's like, oh yeah, he makes this taxidermy class was filled, so I took a speed reading class. Which is amazing that he could do that. Right. Almost unbelievable. Exactly. Like, almost unbelievable as a viewer of the show. <laughs> like, I do not believe this stuff. But anyways, like, it's segue to him getting a gig at the library covering for the lady. So, uh, he's follow- he takes his cousin, his youngest Brendan. cousin, Brendan. And Brendan has a friend who uh, is new to the, <laughs> the circle, I guess. The story time circle. And um, Cody's going to switch it up on these kids. <laughs> right. All these kids think they're just going to be chilling and listening to a story, you know? Not the case. Not the case. And Cody, who, I mean, doesn't strike me as a guy who would do this to other kids, you know? He seems like the guy who would be bummed out that this would happen to him. So, right. Um, again, unbelievable situations with this guy. Uh but he decides to read part of the, the beginning of the story and then passes the book over so that the next kid can read it. And when he gets to Brendan's friend, I forget his name. Um, Is it Jake? J- James or Jake, yeah. We'll just say it's Jake. That sounds like a friend name. Um, Jake does not have the confidence in, right, in, to, be, in to read. So he, he scampers off. Right. You know, and then Cody figures it out pretty quick. Again, unbelievable situation where. And then he pra- presumably he practices with him yeah, to, get, yeah, you know, give him the the confidence and to stuff. read, and, and then and he does, and he does, right? Yeah, he does. Yeah, he gets a little tough there, but but he really becomes a good role model for the kid, and that's where like I wrote these notes way too quick because I was just like, who you know who let him be around? Who who's letting this guy be around kids? And then I wrote while well, reading is hard. <laughs> This episode was genuinely a PSA for the library. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. But it also uh, it also took me back to that time when that happened when I was young and I, I had trouble reading and that, that I I definitely was in that situation. Many times. <laughs> Many times. Really wish I would have had a Cody there to help me, you know. Um, but yeah, I remember being that, and I remember watching, or as I was watching that episode, I was just like, ah, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, like, just crying. <laughs> that part of my page of my notes is all wet. So wet. So that was one story. But the other story going on in this episode is Frank finds out he makes he made less money than Carol, so he's he's taken it upon himself to desperately find a part time job yeah. because apparently he wants to be the provider. He yeah apparently it's bad that she made a I'm little deeper, I guess. yeah a little more money than him. Right. Even though they have a household of six. And eventually seven. Yeah. And this is somehow an issue? I don't know. I don't know. 
her house too. And it's her house, and that's why I think he he is a dirtbag in a lot of ways because. For that episode, I wrote. The dad continues to ha- to run the theme of being a loser. Yeah, <laughs> you know? basically. It's just like we're in season three, bro. You still haven't figured out you you hit the jackpot. Not only did you hit the jackpot, but just to recognize, like, be appreciative yeah. that, yo, her presumably tiny salon. Yeah. Well, it is a tiny salon in a show. Garage. It's a garage. Yeah. Made enough to support. To help support yeah. this huge family, and, you're, and yeah, it and it's kid. like this this whole masculinity because he is he's like the stereotype of what yeah. mas, what we thought masculinity was, right? Yeah, I mean he has to learn more. He does he he watches sports. He fixes the yeah, things fixes around the house. Stuff, yeah, he's, he's the handyman. Yeah, yeah, has yeah, truck. I guess. Yeah, and then it, it ends up with him being in a chicken suit giving out flyers. Right. Which, I mean... There's nothing... And there the wrong, isn't anything wrong with that, I mean, but yeah, if the, you don't need to do it, why are you doing it? Right. Like, and who I mean, are you proving this to? I mean, and to be real, what was it? $6,000 difference? $4,000. That was $4,000? But then, then she made the air. Oh, she that's made, right. I made the air. It was like $6,000. Yeah. What's that? Even with inflation, two, two, yeah. Two, two months in the salon, we had two. You had two good months, you know, and you made an extra, you know. And not only that, but she keeps saying we did pretty well considering the recession. Yeah, that we're in a recession. Yeah, exactly. So take that into, you know, that little variable into your side of it. You know. Yeah. You're a fucking contractor. You're gonna get hit harder than right. one bad day in a salon. It's a know? seller's market out there. It is. It is you know? <laughs> And and really let's 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 start looking in the mirror. Maybe your work sucks. <laughs> you ever think about that? The Yelp reviews? Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, yeah. If they're as good as how you clean clean you know, keep a household. Oh my god. Which of you don't. You don't, yeah. You're taking all these vacations and shit, you know. You're going to Jamaica too. Yeah, to get married. But anywho. But yeah. So we move on to season five. Episode six, where uh, Karen, right? Season five, episode six. It's season six, episode sixteen. <sighs> oh, we watch a different one. Oh, Tell me what watch you watch. Okay, I watched the one where it's gonna have a, like a, it's gonna record. A oh yes, yeah. my my show. apologies, I don't have that. Um, yes. Okay, yes, yes. that's what that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just talk about the song first. Because so uh, she performs the whole fucking song in the episode. Yes. She sings country for some reason, yeah. even though I don't think it's referenced anywhere that she is what I would say like a country girl or enjoys country music. No, but like I don't, I'm not but I don't know it. Yeah, I don't I'm know. I'm from Wisconsin. So oh, that could I, be their pop. Yeah, I think Wisconsin. I I think Wisconsin people that live in Wisconsin do enjoy country music. Uh, the way. People in LA might people that in LA that don't listen to rap music might have an appreciation for rap because it's like integrated into like that yeah, area and that, that culture, you know. You know, for me, like I don't listen to rap, but if you know a Tupac song comes on, I'm gonna fucking nod my head. <laughs> it's just like part of the rhythm of my body, you know, <laughs> or whatever, you know, like it's in me, you know. Rhythm is a dancer. It really is. <laughs> I know, yeah. So. So 
Karen is. So she's so she sings the whole song. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna start off by saying I, I don't listen to country. No, I don't. Not a fan it. of it. Not not a big fan of it. Uh, but having to sit there and listen to that, I was just like, she has a good voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, that could be all, you know, TV magic. Uh, but what I did appreciate was that like when Cody was first introduced, and like he had that bet with TJ about getting a date with the stepsisters. He tried to impress her by bringing out a guitar. And I'm like, wow, he's. That's interpretation of what a guitar is, someone playing a guitar. So I was like, this is weak. They're not really putting on so much attention to that. Mm-hmm. So when I saw that she was going to start singing, I was like, here we go, you know? Like, And I thought they did a pretty good song. Like, it was well. I was waiting for it to get funny. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Waiting for the joke. Waiting for the, the joke, but then the song just kept going, kept going. I was like, wow, it looked like someone really paid, like, really paid attention to this part and made it to the point where they wanted it to sound good for some certain reason. <laughs> and and I paid attention to that episode a little more. Uh, I think it's sad the way she got fucking burned. Oh, I know. So what happens is Karen thinks she finds a producer and it just, and we don't ever see him, right? No. It's just this guy tells her, bring me $500. Which and is early 90s. It is like $5,000 yeah, probably. Yeah, um, and he's like, I'm going to make CDs and, you know, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Only to find that when she tries to contact him, he disappeared with the money. And yeah. the entire time her older sister, Dana, is, you know, basically ripping on her, not just for the country music, but just, you know. Yeah, I say, I, call, I wrote a note saying, uh, when did when did Dana turn into bitchy Gwen Stefani? <laughs> right? But, I mean, she looks like Gwen Stefani from there on out on that show, you know. Uh, yeah, they all kind of turn into... And she, know. her personality like, gets, uh, like, worse, I, maybe worse... Is not the right word, but it no. Is. She's like a, she's like she's like a goth girl that never went goth, you know. I know how you mean. You know that. what I mean, like because you know, like people that are, that went to like that goth phase or whatever, they're usually really like bookworm, you know, type people, really smart and educated and stuff. Um, but they take, you know, they're they're more they're more into like the darker, you know, underground poet. Right. You know. She seems like someone who was, instead of going that way, she dove headfirst into the books, you know, instead of the music and stuff like that. But she has, like, that sense of humor, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, very dry. Very, very dry. Very mean mm-hmm. at times. Um, yeah, so Karen gets burned, hella burned. Yeah, and, and hey, her sister reacts, you know, kind of, and she feels like a jerk. She feels like a jerk, yeah. And gets her song to play on a college radio mm-hmm. station, yeah. which is very nice. Very nice. Uh, also, Cody on this episode uh, makes quite the mistake uh, when you order things online or, or through oh, the phone. Oh, that's right. Through, yeah, through the phone. And he was trying to fi- order a, a ham radio. A ham radio. A ham radio and from a Russian... Uh, site or catalog or catalog, yeah, catalog. And ends up ordering a a, a wife, a, wife, a male, a male or a wife. wife. Uh, I thought, I thought the accent 
that this lady was doing was uh, over-exaggerated and offensive <laughs> to, to the Russian people. Especially when they were going through it. Exactly. And I want to say that is typical sitcom, right? It's an over-exaggeration yeah. of everything. And I think it goes... I think it goes well with what we were saying earlier about all their personalities being kind of like an over-exaggerated version of mm-hmm. that that specific personality trait or whatever. Yes. Um, but, man, I mean, you talk about, you know, like the oppressed Russian who 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 comes to America and, and witnesses or experiences, like, um, I'm blanking, um, you know, you can see she came like like a villager, and then she you saw her 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 oh, uh, transform her transform into you know like a full blown American consumer, you know like oh why right. because she steals or gets his credit cards and, and maxes kind of maxes, ma- maxes them yeah. up and it kind of like turns it back on him like yo bro like you yeah. you, yeah. you have you only have two thousand yeah you ever have two thousand dollar limit on this can you get more yeah. yeah. Uh, but then they strike a deal, and she finds herself uh, a nice Russian entrepreneur, <laughs> or whatever, you know? <laughs> uh, Sergei, I think it was his name. Yeah. <laughs> Sergei, though. But, yeah, I thought he really lucked out again, you know? And he took it really well. Again, unbelievable situations with this guy, you know? It's like, how is he surviving, you know? Yeah, I don't understand that either. So, going on to our last episode, uh, season six, episode 16. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that is, yeah, that is the one with, um, the date, right? Or the mechanic? The date. The date. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, we see, uh, Karen vying for this guy, right? But he winds up asking Elle out instead, and at this point, this is season six, so they're all in high school together. I didn't watch this one. You didn't? Okay. I, I so, I so one thing that it, that didn't quite make sense to me, and it's probably because I didn't watch the all the show. Um, I don't understand how Karen and Elle are in high school together because I believe when they meet for the first time, Elle is very young, yes. and Karen is already presumably in right. high school. So I don't know how they both wind up in high school. Karen could have been in junior high. No, I think so. Um, she could be because because uh, Dana is already going to college, right? Right. Um. So yeah, she's she's probably like a senior and and uh, Al's like a freshman. Maybe. Probably. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. So. Keep in mind, uh, Karen has that like valley girl. Thing look where she looks older than she is too. You know, she's presumably not wearing makeup. Well, that's you know, sense. with the style that she's in. Well, in this episode, the guy asks Elle out. She goes on a date with him, and we find out, not surprisingly, that he's a scumbag. Uh, basically, he he maneuvered his car so that the seats go all the way back and basically make up a bed, and. Yeah. Classic. Cla- classy. <laughs> classy. Yeah, classy, right? that's what I meant. Um, and she's not having it. Slaps them, gets like, tells them to get. Yeah. So the next day, this turd 
spreads a rumor about her that right. basically that she went all the way with him that they uh, had. Yeah. So and there is so many innuendo. No one says they had sex. Yeah. But everyone says like you know they went all the way yeah. or like or something to the I, effect. Yeah. Elle yeah. is unaware of this gossip. Yeah. So Karen is is like boiling with envy because. Alice getting all these phone calls from guys now. Um, no one wants like I, I, where usually it's Karen yeah. who gets the phone calls. Um, and it's a it and from the episodes I saw, we this is the first person of color that I see in the in this besides Urkel. Urkel, yeah. Um, Karen has a friend a. a Black friend who comes and tells her why she's got a tiny This is the second date she's had with a black man. Who? L. Did she go on a date with Urkel? Or she was in the dance circle? Yeah, but the guy isn't. He's white. Oh, he's not? Oh, he's white. Oh, okay. Uh, the friend, Karen's friend, who oh, comes over oh, is a black girl who tells Karen why it is that L oh. suddenly is very popular. Six seasons later. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but anywho, K- Karen immediately believes this, calls Ella Tramp at school. Ella's g- getting treated like crap, and Karen is like adding to it, which is so yeah. shitty. <laughs> so it's shitty. Crazy with en- it's envy. Yeah. So, anywho, it winds up, you know, the, the guy gets put on blast. But between, between the bed, be- before that even happens, Elle has to deal with so much harassment. Like, first of all, I don't know. I, I, I'm not a guy. But could you tell me, <laughs> in high school, if you heard that a girl had a sex, did that make you think immediately, oh, I'm, she's going to have sex with me then? No, absolutely not. So that's why the story, he, all, all these guys are calling her, um, <clears throat> Some chess club guy walks up to her, telling like, "Oh, you're Elle. Like, do you don't do you want to be all over my body?" And it's and just gets sexually harassed all this time, and yeah. it's so it's gross. <laughs> it's so gross. The frontal lobe has not been developed yet for all these and high school kids. You know, like the decision making. That you guys gotta understand. Like, uh, you're asking the wrong dude, first of all, <laughs> because I have four sisters. You know, so like. It, my thought process would have never went that way, you know? Right. I'd be like, damn, she needs help. <laughs> you know, like that. Right. like, oh, man, she probably needs some help. Or, like, you know, like, I wonder if she's okay. You know? Right, but all these guys are calling to date her because I guess that means she's, she's going to sleep with them now. Simply because she slept with one person. And the sad part is, I think... Shit like that still happens now, right? Even when we were... You know, I mean, I think it still happens now. Like, kids yeah. are terrible. Dude, I, honestly, this, I think the kids today are way more extreme than we were. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I, so what they're doing, I don't even want to think about it. Dude. Like, right. It's and I fucking just, crazy. Like, and it, I think it just really sucks, because at that point, it's probably, what, 1995 or something... We had the Monica Lewinsky scandal at that point, and it it just goes yeah. back to this whole thing. That's kind of a bummer, and I don't mean to get like preachy, but it's this whole thing of like 
one guy makes up one rumor about one girl and suddenly, like, everybody thinks it's true. Yeah. Where at the end of this episode, he that same guy has said the same thing about two other girls and they were unaware and until he, yeah. Al calls them out and says, like, I'm not like Bonnie and I don't remember the yeah. other girl's name. And they're, she's, they're both like, wait a mo, yeah. we didn't do anything. Like, I slapped him too. And it's so, uh, yeah. And, it, and what I hate most about this, it's all wrapped up in this neat package. A guy still makes a, a joke about, you know, sleeping with her. Yeah. And she just kind of laughs it off at the end. And it's, yeah, I don't like yeah. it. In the same episode, I wish you would have watched <laughs> We have um, Frank gets a sports channel, like a super sports yeah, channel, yeah. and then Dana's boyfriend starts watching the sports channel. So they, they start ignoring Dana. Carol and oh. Dana, and they're, they do a makeover and kind of flaunt themselves in front of them right. um, while they're watching the sports, and of course they don't they pay don't any know. attention. And I hate it. Yeah. Why is it that they have to go out of their way, get a makeover, get their hair done, wear these super tight dresses? And And I just want to say, (laughs) Susan Summers looked amazing. It's a red dress. She looked amazing. Yeah. Yeah. She looked beautiful. I'm definitely watching that. <laughs> uh, highly recommend. Yeah. But yeah, it's this whole fact like why? Except, I mean, go, just for the male attention, like if they're not like put a put one of his tools through the television, you know. <laughs> and she watches funny. shit. Yeah, that's what it she, she watches shit too. She just, I mean, she just cut him off, you know, and and she should she should have not been there trying to do that. She should have gone out with Dana somewhere else and had fun herself. Right? Instead of trying to get his attention. If he's not paying attention, go fucking do something that makes you happy. Yeah. You know? Like he's been he like, once. He can yeah. have And if he's fucking calling you asking for a worse dinner ready, he can go fuck himself and make it himself and go do whatever. Like, he, you yeah. guys could have done that shit together, but he made that decision. I guess that just makes me sad because all she wants to do is it, it spend is time with him. It is sad. And he's just watching sports 24-7. Yeah. No. It's like, again, it, it, it goes along the theme of him being a complete ass. <laughs> I'm not a fan of him. There, um, there's one good joke that I thought in this episode. Um, so they make up for it. The, the boyfriend and Frank make up for it. And it, try to do this romantic thing. So Frank... Oh, Opens up a bottle of wine, I think, and he's like, oh, a year, whatever, whatever, good year. But then the boyfriend, he's like, oh, expiration date, because it's just a bottling <laughs> apple cider expiration date, December 6th. That's funny. Oh, the only good joke in yeah, this. <laughs> One of the episodes I watched was when they went to Hawaii. Did oh, I didn't see this. Wow, what a roller coaster. It's a two-parter. Okay. Um, filmed on location in Hawaii, uh, but uh, I I think uh, there was this is I guess supposed to be a side story, but it really took all of my attention, and I didn't really pay attention to anything else. But um, uh, Dana's Dana's has this whole schedule for months of ske- of studying, so this Hawaiian trip kind of just kind of. Derails. The, derails the whole thing. So she's she's planned, well, at least I can study in Hawaii. So she's like, oh, you okay, I'm going to go. 
So she goes, her first day of studying, on, she lays a towel on the beach, and of course, she's, you know, there's hundreds of people everywhere. And she's, um, this guy throws a frisbee onto her towel and, and starts trying to start a conversation. Uh, turns out this 26-year-old guy is a multimillionaire. Um, and he just looks like he's from, you know, like East Coast Brooklyn or some shit, you know? Like, but he's like a Wall Street guy, you know? So, you know, they're talk. you know, he's trying to talk to her and then he, he has a cell phone, which back then... Who the fuck, oh, you know. know? Who the fuck has a cell phone? That's money right oh, there. Oh, that's, that's, that's CJF money. That's <laughs> what that is. You know? Go fuck yourself. It's Friday money. <laughs> uh, but, so, she's, like, kind of, like, not interested in the guy. But then he pulls that fucking rocket out. He opens it up. What's this, the Beck Morris? No, no, no. Oh. It's, it's more advanced. It's, okay. it's a black flip, you know? So, he opens it up and he's, like, Wait for it to drop 12%, then buy the whole company. Anyways, you want to get some? And she's like, I guess so. Like, so she's all about it now. Does she not have a boyfriend? At this point, no. She okay. does not have a boyfriend. Um, and then, so then, they have, I mean, it goes instant into a montage, into, like, fall in love montage. And I'm just like, I love a good I'm montage. I'm a sucker. Oh, I love, oh, episode, next episode. Montage, <laughs> um, but like, yeah, it goes instantly, and I'm like, Dina, wow, what, what a crazy person to fall in love. Like, she's so full of hate, you know. Uh, <laughs> so like, I was like, that's crazy. She's getting swept off her feet by a complete fucking stranger on an island that she's never visited before. So I was like, wow, this is just crazy. Um, less than a week, he proposes to her. Ooh, that's a red flag. Red flag, right? Yeah. Um. And then she, for as being as bookworm as she is, she's thinking about it, you know, and the more, you know, they deal with the more, you know, the parents push, you know, they pull, you know, so, but she, she's somehow proves she's the smartest person in the show and kind of just makes the right choices and stuff, but the, the end, how they break up, because, I mean, They've had this roller coaster of a relationship for less than a week. Right. Uh, but the breakup, who would have thought they were together for fucking years? Ten years. Ten years, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, three kids and Yeah, shit. pretty much. You would have thought the way he breaks. And then they're going to the airport because they're leaving Hawaii. And uh, he gets the family a, a limousine, you know? But it's not like a limousine like we know it. It's like Scarface limousine. <laughs> you know? Where it just looks like a stretched Cadillac. Yeah. You know? Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, the windows are just... <laughs> it just looks like a, like a flat hearse. <laughs> you know? Like the old... <laughs> you know? There's a dead body there. There's dead body there, but... Yeah, but... Um, but before they get into the limousine... He drives in his, uh, what is it, like a fucking Mercedes or something? I was hoping you would be like Tesla. No. <laughs> no, I know no. That yeah. That's not possible. It's really like Bonk Mercedes, like <laughs> that, yeah. like the 80s. Like, I know what you're talking about. And, yeah. and then, so then he drives in front of the limousine, you know, keeping, you know, in between the family and the limousine, and he just stares at her. Does, and doesn't wave or anything, and then you see his eyes glossy as fuck, like, I'm going to shoot him. <laughs> 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 it's going to be like if I can't have you, then yeah, no one can. Uh, just, yeah, I don't know. 
So he has that look like, do you say something? <laughs> keep in mind, no one in the family has met this guy. <laughs> you know, like, so everyone's just like, what's this dude doing? Does he want to fight me? <laughs> fight me? Yeah. Uh, then, then he gives the, okay, I guess you're not getting in the car. <laughs> like, oh, right? So he kind of just... like... Yeah. You started adding in like, oh, maybe he wants her to get in the car so they can drive off. She doesn't go anywhere. So he kind of gives her that, that kind of, all right, bye look. And he just drives away. So he just throws hundreds, hundreds on her? <laughs> Bitch. Coming out of the, the muffler. Just <laughs> That's what money's like. Uh, but yeah, I just remember being like, this is this one of the craziest episodes of anything I've ever seen. Like, who proposes, like, like, I guess uh, rich people, like, yeah. people were just like, hey, I got time I would to, say hey, to got, uh, millionaires, they're like, hey, I got time to date, you seem fine. I would say uh, young people, too, who, think, money. who think they fall in love, come on. I, I do, I will say this, um, I don't, if she's already in college, um, and he's 26, you said? Oh, and that's the third thing, she was 17 years old, that's the whole reason I'm telling you guys this. Oh! Show was 
you know, not set in Wisconsin. I mean, it was set in Wisconsin, but they weren't in Wisconsin. I think no, the show just failed. The writing failed. It wasn't. It was just a sitcom and nothing more, nothing deeper. Um, and we'll link uh, all the articles and stuff, but there is an article where basically it talks about how Carol and Frank were really bad parents. Like, they didn't... Yeah. I mean, I don't think address. I don't think she was as bad as Frank, but they don't really address things. They kind of just turn a blind eye or don't, you know, don't hold anybody accountable, don't... No, but, I mean, if you think back when we were kids, I mean... I mean, how many times did we just run out of the house and in the street, you know, and didn't come back till we were till it was late? But, but that's the argument that you know the writing was such that it had all these opportunities to show something and it didn't. Hmm. I mean, like I said at the beginning of this episode, I kept watching it, and going, "Oh, they should have done this. They should have done that." You know, it it for silly comment jokes like that were going to my head and and you know. Opportunities to to, for, to make the show real, or you know, or to humanize some of the characters and stuff. You know? Right, right. So, um, speaking of humanizing the characters, mm-hmm. uh, before we wrap up, I have some interesting facts for you. Oh, nice. So, uh, this show was seven seasons, but the last season was actually on CBS. Um. Seasons one through six were aired on ABC, but then Family Matters and Step by Step uh, were taken up by uh, CBS because they were trying to start their own TGIF mm. called the CBS Friday Block Party. Oh, wow. Uh, it was not as successful. TGIF <laughs> <laughs> <Jay> better. <laughs> um, a little info on some of the actors. So, uh, earlier we talked about Brendan and how he doesn't really show up much. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, they completely wrote him out. Uh, as the show progressed, he was seen less and less and ultimately written out entirely. This uh, was happening, especially after season four with the introduction of Lily, which is the only child that Frank and Carol have together. They do get pregnant oh, okay. and have a daughter. So once uh, she's introduced, like, he is he is not present, so much so that it, it looks like um, every season they redo the intro. The intro, like, yeah. Um, they don't use him. They stop using they him. They stop using him, um, and it's just a different actor who has a similar uh, body type and hair. Yeah. We should do like a fan theory. (laughs) What do they call it? Oh, uh, yeah. uh, What does Tina do? A friend fiction? A fan fiction. About Brendan? What happens to Brendan? Like a true crime fan fiction. If you all want to start this, I I encourage it, and I I would love it. I mean, off the bat, Cody's the Suspect number one. I, I'm gonna. So I have some. Hold but, on. But I have suspect, some. I have some info for you. number two is shitty dad. I have some info for you. Really. So the actor Brandon Call, who played J T. Lambert, the uh, Frank's oldest son, he was shot. This is after the show. Oh. Okay. He was shot in both arms due to a traffic dispute. So yeah, road rage and shit. That's what it seems like. Yeah. Really. Um, <laughs> 
Action. <laughs> I hate it. Step by step. Angela Watson, who played Karen Foster, her parents robbed her of $2.5 million. So basically, like, what she won during um, Step by Step. She later went on to create, uh, she started CAST, C-A-S-T, an organization to help child actors. um, And now there's different laws. I think they're, I can't remember what they're called, but basically... I know there's a law where at, at least half of what a child actor makes has to go into a savings oh, fund. Good, and good. So things have gotten a lot better, but yeah, you know dude, they're still crazy. yeah that sucks. Yeah. <clears throat> Christine Lankin, who played uh, Al Lambert, Alicia Lambert, okay. um, she appears. She kept acting. She appears in The Hottie and the Naughty with uh, Paris Hilton. Which is like a B movie, okay, but yeah. she's the naughty. She's like they basically oh, okay. give her like a unibrow, yeah. like a little mustache. Um, <laughs> um, she's still she's still known um for voice acting, and she's come out in Hollywood Darlings, which is basically a show with other actors from that era, actresses from that era, and just kind of. I don't know if it's fiction or not, but they basically like how they deal with their day to day life as as being a formal child actor. <laughs> and it's supposed so to weird. be funny. Uh, yeah. and then I have one last thing for okay. you. Sasha Mitchell. Uh. <laughs> In 1995, Sasha Mitchell was arrested for domestic violence by his was arrested and um, by his wife Jeanette Robbins. And uh, in 1996, Mitchell was convicted of beating his wife. Uh, he got a three-year probation. After violating that probation, he was sentenced to 30 years in jail. He was written out of the show because of all this. Um, uh, during the fifth season, but made a guest appearance in the last season, oh, which wow. I thought not necessary. Not necessary. You didn't need to. No. You didn't need to wrap that story up. No, fuck that dude. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh man, what a horrible, what a bummer, right? Yeah, what a bummer. I mean, yeah, what a bummer. That 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 sucks. That sucks that anybody does that shit. Um, but. I I did not. He was not a fan favorite of mine in the show, but I was hoping. Yeah. I was hoping that he would have redeeming qualities. Right, as a know. just an actor, as a yeah, human. Yeah, just a human. You know, I I liked how he kept the kickboxer thing going, but now nah, yeah, that that's horrible news. That sucks. What yeah, what really sucks is I think he he stayed on the show as long as he did, and he became a recurring character because he was the. I would say that what the female audience wanted to see, like what mm-hmm. the She's what a would happen. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, you right. know what he got that? I think he got that much time because when you're a trained boxer, dude, you're a fucking weapon, dude. And if you're fucking beating, but was that that was during step by step? Would he have to been doing kickboxing? I don't know when kickboxer came out, uh, but that movie came out. Can't, couldn't have been, had been around that time. I mean, he's serving 30 years for it, right? How did he come back and do 30 it? 30 days. Oh, 30 days. 30 days for oh, I think oh, 30 30 years. No. Well, I, I was not surprised. Like, he should have served 30 years. Fuck that dude, you know? 
Yeah. Ah, and that's step by step, everybody. Hey, step. What a good note to leave off on. <laughs> <laughs> Suzanne Summer, she's a hottie. Yeah, Suzanne, I think, um, she's great. honestly, my favorite. Well, who was your favorite character? Uh, you know what? Uh, so. Susan Summers. Uh, I, I did like, uh, I keep wanting to say Dana. 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 I, I like Dana's comebacks. Oh, I like her wit. Wait, wait, wait. I have one last thing okay. that I wanted to talk about, and then, okay, yeah. before I tell you who my favorite character is. Uh, there was, and I couldn't quite pinpoint the episode, but... There is stuff out there where Dana and Cody, they it never it's never outright, but they kind of start liking each other, and they're not blood relations. They're not blood relations, yeah, yeah. But that was a thing that they were uh, like into each other, or kind of. They were exploring. Not that exploring. Story like the writers, they might have been exploring that storyline. Or had a thought to explore yeah. it, but they were kind of hinting at it throughout certain seasons. Mm. Which I think would have been terrible. Would have been weird because because they're family now. They're family now. And you don't want to get that. Yeah. That idea into people's heads and stuff yeah. that that's cool or anything like that. Yeah, yeah but my favorite character was Elle. Elle. Yeah. yeah, I feel like she had the most growth. Yes. And, definitely. And kind of, and I would say, kind of depicted what it's actually like to grow up. In some cases, obviously not. Yeah, she she was the most, I, I, I think she was a lot uh, relatable. Yeah. She was the most relatable and, like, uh, humanized character, for sure. Yeah. I thought she wasn't very over-exaggerated, but she was just a, a kid that age was, uh, she predicted, or she, it came off really well. Yeah. Did you? Did but you I enjoyed it, yeah. Okay. I, I, I enjoyed <laughs> going, yeah, I enjoyed rewatching for sure. I, 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 to be honest, when I first did it, I thought it was going to be kind of like, oh, I'm like, oh, right, here we go. And I didn't realize I hadn't seen so many of them. Right. Um, oh, although we didn't talk about the French dude. I don't think we need to. Okay, good. Was, good. Uh, I, I'd forgotten about him, and then I saw I think the, we, I think the we last all forgot about him. And the, I think we subconsciously wanted to forget about yeah. him. Yeah. I mean, we'll talk about him if we ever do a Oh, uh, follow-up? Uh, no, that one other show he did. Um, oh, Perfect Strangers. Perfect Strangers. Uh, so he'll have plenty of air time. You <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, thanks for coming back, thanks everyone. Thanks for coming back. If you uh, want to drop us an email, you can email us at... Videologicalpc uh, at gmail.com. Or if you want to follow us on Instagram. It's uh, Videologicalpc. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for at 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 video at us at, at us at the symbol at and tell us what your your favorite character on step by step was. Yeah, please. Um, All right, everyone. Keep it groovy. Keep it. Yes. Keep step by step and. I know. One step <laughs> at a time. All right, everyone. Take it easy. We'll make it better next time, Ron. Step by step, day by day, fresh start on new, different every day. Keep the